everybody, and welcome to this episode of Reviewed. My name is Sean, and today I'm going to be talking about A Quiet Place Part 2. Now, this is um, one of the biggest, one of the first biggest uh, theatrical releases um, since uh, the big COVID shutdown last year in 2020. Um, this film was slated to come out in March or May of 2020, but of course COVID put that on hiatus, and so uh, John Krasinski uh, believes this is the time to release it, and I'm, I'm pretty pleased that he has released it. Um, it is a film that is not on any other streaming service, unlike most of the films that are coming out. This is strictly in movie theaters right now, to my knowledge. Um, it is a sequel to 2018's uh, A Quiet Place, starring John Krasinski and his wife Emily Blunt. Um, now, this film picks up uh, the first 10 minutes are a flashback scene to the very first day of the invasion of when the aliens came down. And you see, you know, it's literally they're in town just, you know, watching a baseball game and doing their, you know, shopping. And then suddenly just aliens come down and it's that's the start of it. So it starts day one and then it cuts immediately to a few seconds after the first film um, ended. And so that's where it picks up. So this film follows... Uh, well, and this this is going to be spoilers for the first film, so if you haven't seen the first film, um, I'm sorry, you, you need to see, you, honestly, you have to see the first film to understand what's going on in the second one, you just have to. Um, and in the first film, John Krasinski's character, he dies because he's the father of uh, this family and he sacrifices himself for the family, and so now it's um, a mother and her three children, one of them, which is a newborn baby. And they realize they can't stay in the house anymore that they were uh, living in because it's pretty much destroyed after the aliens attacked. So now they are uh, pretty much trying to find somewhere new to be and, you know, just seek shelter. And they actually come upon a uh, stranger who um, is played by Cillian Murphy. And uh, he sort of is reluctant to help him out because he has lost his family and his children, his wife and his children. So in a way, it's almost a yin and yang situation where they find each other. And um, one day they're listening to the radio and they hear music. And so they're like, where's this music coming from? And uh, the daughter, who is actually played by a deaf actress, um, she's deaf in the movie as well. Uh, she deduces that it's a it's a signal of where you know you can go to find sanctuary and find you know find safety, and so she embarks on her own, and Cillian Murphy goes after her. So it's it's a film that kind of deviates in two plots. You have um, the daughter and Cillian Murphy's character going off trying to find this island, and then you have the mother, the son, and the baby trying to just wait it out until they come back. Um, so it's two different stories that are happening at the same time. Um, so what did I like about it? Well, it's for me, it kept that that same theme of family. Family was very important in the first film. Um, it was very it was very powerful and it was a great motif. And that even though uh, John Krasinski's character has, has died, um, there is very a very powerful sense of family here, and also the loss of family and having to deal with that. Um, and Cillian Murphy's introduction and his character are I think a great way to do it because he's not his character is not to replace John Krasinski's character because his character um, is very skeptical he's very wary of strangers um, and he's lost his wife and his children to this so um, to, for these two you know families in a way to find each other's it's very interesting and it continues that theme of um, of family um, so to go back on Cillian Murphy, he did a great job. Uh, that's I think he was one of the main selling points of this sequel. I was one 
who I fell in love with the first one. I thought the first one was a near-perfect film. I think it was my favorite film of 2018, and I didn't believe this film needed a sequel. However, when we did get a sequel, and it was still going to be written and directed by John Krasinski, I had hope. And when they cast Cillian Murphy in, a, in the lead role, I was very happy with that. I think Cillian Murphy is a powerhouse of an actor, and it turns out that John Krasinski and Emily Blunt were like binge-watching uh, Peaky Blinders, and they're like, we need this guy in the next movie. And so he does a great job in his his role, and so I was very pleased to see him there. Um, also, uh, it's the first ten minutes um, are the flashback scenes, so you get actually some context and history of what has happened because this uh, this story is it's from day one. It is now day like four hundred and seventy five, so it's only been a year and a half since kind of the end, not end of the world, but since this invasion and where people have had to just live in silence um, for the rest of their lives, essentially, until they know how to, you know, eliminate these aliens. And so uh, the first 10 minutes are fast-paced uh, when, it, when it happens, and I like how it doesn't, th- you know, follow into the typical horror-slash-thriller themes of like, oh, something bad has happened, we must stay and watch it, and then we'll die. No, I mean, an alien attacks, and John Krasinski immediately turns around and books it like he's not waiting to see what's happening and he and it's pretty cool to see him actually pick up on the the sound aspect of like oh they they hear us so we have to be quiet and he picks up on that real quick so I, I enjoyed that context and showing just how smart he is and how determined he is for his family um so that that first 10 minutes was a really good inter- i like that they put that there so we have some kind of context of uh what had happened on day one of this i guess invasion um of these alien creatures also, uh, it's it's not starting from scratch from the first film. I mean, the first film, you know, uh, here, this is going to be a spoiler for the first film. They figured out how what a weakness is of these aliens, and it's a the the deaf daughter has a um, kind of a cochlear implant, and so that frequency, if she puts it to a speaker, it immediately throw these aliens for a loop, and then they expose themselves, expose their heads, because these things are pretty much bulletproof. And so expose their heads, and then you're able to take them out. And so they're they're not starting from scratch. They they realize that real quick, and so that is a very powerful weapon to their um, on their side in this sequel. I mean, in in one scene, very you know, in the very beginning, uh, they they use it immediately because they realize, well, now that we've got it, we're going to use it. And um, the mother, I mean, Emily Blunt just plays a very badass mom. She's she's very protective, but she knows how to handle herself. And it was uh, it was fun watching her as well. What I didn't like about the film, um, the one thing that really surprised me was the runtime. I didn't go into this movie knowing what the runtime was. I, I don't know why I didn't look. I typically do. But uh, this, this to me, it felt a little short. Um, it was under 100 minutes. Um, for me, I feel like you know movies need to be typically around 100 minutes. Um, this was about 97 minutes. So um, the runtime was just a little bit disappointing because that's, I think, because I wanted more. Um, you know, when, when I was, cause I felt like I was really getting into the film and then it was kind of, kind of done with, and I'm like, oh man, I, I could use like an extra 15 minutes. Um, not as, and I'll say this, not as tense as the last film. Um, in the first film I was like on the edge of my seat. Um, I was covering my mouth, making sure not to say anything, speak, breathe very loud. Um, and that tension was there like almost the whole time. Um, here there was that tense moment, there was many tense moments, but I just felt like not to the level of the first film or not as much. Um, however, it is a film that you still have to be very quiet with because there's, I mean, there's more dialogue here. There's more talking, more, more sound, but, 
um, you still have to be quiet in this film. And it was amazing because when the credits were starting, or the I guess the opening of the film was starting, people were quickly opening their bags uh, and getting their popcorn and stuff. And then when the film immediately started, everybody was quiet. So I was so glad that everybody, you know, this is a film you can't ruin for everybody. You have to just be quiet in this film. Um, also, there there was one or two things I would like explained. Uh, so just some minor explanation that, you know, there's, uh, this, this place that has electricity and I'm like, how do they have electricity? Um, you know, and that's, that just wasn't really explained. And there was like one or two here things that they're just minor details they are not crucial to the story, but I was just like, how, how do they have this? Or how is this working? You know, how are they living like this? Um, and who are, who are these people? So it's, uh, there was just a little, I would like a little bit more minor, you know, minor explanation, not huge. You know, it wasn't crucial to the plot, but I think it would have just provided a little bit more context. However, this is, A Quiet Place is not really a film of big exposition, obviously, just because there is not a lot of dialogue uh, in this film. So that didn't, that didn't really deter me from the film either. Um, I will say Noah Jupe's screaming is very annoying when he does scream uh, near the beginning. Uh, that is just a personal thing. It was just very annoying. Um, so fortunately, the mother shut him up pretty quick. So uh, yeah, um, honestly though, like I said, uh, this is a film I was not asking for. I thought A Quiet Place did not need a sequel. Um, I thought it was a great film. Like I said, it was probably my favorite film of 2018. Um, when I heard we were getting a sequel, I was skeptical. But when I heard you know John Krasinski and Cillian Murphy were all attached to it, I was like, okay, there is hope. And to be honest, I was pleased. Um, it's not a C- I'm not going to say it's Empire Strikes Back caliber of like it beats the first one. Um, and I will say it's not as good as the first one. However, it is not a letdown. If you loved A Quiet Place, the first one, you're going you're gonna to enjoy the second one. There's really not a lot of um, bad things in this film apart from what I've just mentioned. Um, and I, th- I think it, it was, it's a worthy sequel. It should be praised as such. Um, it is not a bad film by any means. It's, it's a very, very good film in my opinion. Um, just not as great as the first one, but that's what I kind of expected. So, I mean, I went in with the expectation of, look, it's, it may, it's probably not going to be as great as the first one, but I think it's still going to be enjoyable. And it was, it's, and it's not like a, Oh, just it's enjoy. It was a good, enjoyable film. Um, and so they, they've left room for a sequel in, in the same way that they left room for a sequel in the first one. It's, it ends very, very similar similarity. Ugh, I can't even say that word. It, it ends very, uh, very much the same as the first one. Um, so if they wanted to make a third one, I would not be against it because I've seen, you know, like, okay, they, they have, you know, They've done a second one, and it's turned out to be really good. So um, if they want to do a third one, I think they still need to be careful. And, you know, if they want to make this a trilogy, I could see this being a trilogy, but they need to keep that story and that theme of family and just, of you know, keep keep what we love about it the same. Um, and so I'm going to recommend this film to anybody who loved the first one. If you love the first one, go see this one. You'll, you'll enjoy it. You'll be glad you saw it. You'll be glad it came out. Um, if you're a fan of thriller or survival movies, um, this is, I wouldn't say these are a quiet place as a horror film, even though there are many jump, there are a few jump scares here. It's more of a thriller suspense, um, survival apocalyptic kind type movie. Um, it's, you know, it's take, it takes place in a world where 
you know, humans have to be quiet and uh, aliens are pretty much running around and can kill you at any time. So it's, uh, if you like those kind of survival films, this is definitely a film for you. So I'm going to, I'm going to give my rating for the first film, which is A Quiet Place. I'm going to give A Quiet Place a 4.75 out of 5, a near perfect film for me. Uh, I'm going to be giving Quiet Place Part 2 a 4.25 out of 5. So not quite to the level of the first one, but still a very good follow-up. Um, John Krasinski should be very proud, and I'm very glad to have seen this film in theaters. And uh, I will go on just a quick little rant of the theaters right now. COVID is ramping down. Um, if you have been vaccinated and you feel safe, that's all about your safety. Is If you feel like you are safe enough to go see movies in the theater, go support your theaters. Go see your, you know, go to Cinemark, go to Regal, go to your local uh, little small town theaters and see films. Um, John Krasinski wanted this film to come out in a time where we could all enjoy it, and I think we're almost to that point. And so this film, I think, is a great kickoff um, to the summer movie season. So um, go support this film or go watch you know, what other films came out this weekend, which is uh, Cruella. Um, or, you know, the number of films that are going to be coming out, you know, don't, don't sit it. This is not a film that you have, you have to, or that you have, this is not a film you should be watching on your cell phone or your iPad or even your TV at home. This is a film that needs to be seen in theaters in that dark room where everybody is just silent. And so go, go watch this film, uh, go support your theaters. And hopefully we're going to be getting a great, uh, summer movie season that we missed in 2020. So once again, this has been with you. Thank mm-hmm. you.